Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to the Sherlock's podcast with me, Georgie Corridge-Cole. This week, I'm joined by Lou Hoff, Astrid Carter and Charlotte Collins. And it's the first podcast of 2018. I'm feeling a bit hoarse, but we're, I think we're all feeling a bit more awake. I think we need to confess that we tried to record this podcast <laughs> two days ago and it didn't quite go to plan. Uh, it was we're quite, quite so awake as we are now. No, it was quite a brutal start to the year, it wasn't was, it? It was. Coming back on a Tuesday, like 24 hours after the new year has started, mm -hmm. is it was really tough. I think I felt like I'd been in hibernation for a couple of days. Yeah. I hadn't really spoken to anyone and had proper conversations and then suddenly being on a podcast. Yeah. It's like when you come back from school and you like forget how to write your name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you forget how to type. Yeah, yeah. yeah totally. I sit at my keyboard and I'm like, ooh, this feels a bit weird. <laughs> and you forget like how long things take you normally. Like I was trying to just like map out a work day and it's so confusing, isn't mm -hmm. it? Like I feel like I'm back in the swing of it yeah. though today. I do feel like everyone as a business though needs to kind of gather and regroup and have a bit yeah. of a brainstorm. I feel like we made so many plans at the end of last year and now we've sort of forgotten them all. We need sort of a big checklist yeah. so that everything we discuss yeah. doesn't slip through the net. Um, anyway, I definitely feel a bit more awake and ready to go. Uh, but how's everyone's Christmas? Lou, homeowner, congratulations. Thank you. Um, mine was really mixed actually. I went back home to Bristol for a couple of days and saw my mum there, which was really relaxing. Then we went to Switzerland to see my brother. And then we moved into our new flat and Yay. started painting. How are your so, hands? Raw? Yeah, I'm, yesterday, I think I'm recovering now. My feet are still in absolute agony. Your I'm sure feet? Yeah, my, the balls of my feet are killing. I've been like on tiptoes ever since oh. for some reason. Um, and I'm sure I've still got paint splatters through my hair. But um, yeah, all in the name of a new flat. <laughs> I know, I do remember though. So when we bought our second house, we really stretched the budget to the limits and we got the quote. We hadn't really factored in how much decorating costs. Yeah. I remember getting the quote for painting the house and my husband was like, holy shit, that is not in the budget. So we did four rooms ourselves oh. and everyone was like, why are you doing four rooms? <laughs> I was like, because we've run out of money. And we really did save a fortune and we both took a week off work or 10 days off. That's how long it took? Four rooms. Wow. And my husband's like, you've got to do it properly. So masking tape. Actually, it is quick. If you do the masking tape, it is then quicker. Yeah. Did you do like the skirting boards and the door frames? And Everything. Well? And we had that's, also, so that's like a whole other extra expense. Like yeah. We also got, got a quote last year and we actually just didn't get the skirting boards done because that was like thousands extra. In a yeah. As well. The woodwork is yeah. the killer. The yeah. walls are that's actually it, really yeah. quick. You just get a roller. But the woodwork. Mm. And we had a mezzanine, so we had spindles the staircase, oh square spindle. I mean, anyway, it took a long time, but we saved loads of money. But yeah. by the end of the 10 days, my hands were just red. I mean, at first oh. it was quite fun. And then a couple of hours in, I was like, oh, really? We've still <laughs> got so many more coats to go. Oh. Um, but yeah, it's very Anyway, exciting. it'll be worth I it. Know, I know, I know. all the money you're saving. And Astrid, what about you? How was your Christmas? Really nice, thank you. Um, just saw friends, family, lots of eating, drinking. It's very typical. You were in London, Christmas. weren't you? In London, yeah. London, London is yeah. it's so nice at Christmas. It's just so quiet. You're from mm. London as well, Charlotte. Like so quiet. it just shuts down and you're saying like 
getting an Uber just takes five minutes anywhere. It's I was saying that we were early. We, we are late to everything. <laughs> and we got to my nephew's christening. We were 15 minutes early. My God, what all the things I could have done in those 15, <laughs> that valuable 15 minutes. But yeah, it's so nice to set off and just get somewhere. It's a bit disconcerting almost, yeah. but it is really nice. And London's so hectic all the time. So for it to be like peaceful just for yeah, one week so is just such a treat. Nice. Charlotte? Yeah, it was lovely, thanks. I was at home and then for New Year we went to, um, to Dance the Pig in Brockenhurst. So well, it was quite complicated. We stayed yes, at the Pig. I thought you went to Limewood. Okay, so we went to Limewood for lunch and then we stayed at the Pig in the Wall, which is in Southampton. But New Year's Eve dinner was at the Pig in Brockenhurst, so they, which is only like a half an hour drive. But there's okay. basically loads of pigs. Did you get yeah. a shuttle? Yeah, so they drive so, you. Yeah, shuttle? It's really nice. yeah, yeah, they, they drive it themed. Too. No, no, it's not. Does it oink? It does no. Exactly. <laughs> uh, this was a tasteful weekend, Georgie. So it was no really oinking. lovely. Well, actually, I say it was tasteful. There were a lot of like New Year's Eve themed paraphernalia live on the table. You're Jewish. Do you eat pork? Yeah. What don't you eat? Not nothing. I'm a terrible Jew. But most Jews don't eat pork. Is it pork? Jews aren't supposed to pork eat pork and shellfish. But you're allowed to stay at the pig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have to. Ben didn't eat the pork. It's fine. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so anyway, we did that New Year's Eve. Ate all the pork. Um, and they did loads of lovely, like, it was like very New Year's Eve themed dinner. Is it communal? Absolutely not. That's my worst nightmare. No. Because we stay at this place in France, driving um, to the Dordogne, this amazing chateau. And they do a communal drinks at the beginning of the evening either on the terrace or in the drawing room and actually we really we were with friends so it wasn't as mm. sort of intimidating as it could be um but we loved a bit of communal drink i mean we didn't have dinner together yeah, we yeah. then went our separate ways it was actually really nice Sometimes i think that's really nice i've done that a few hotels in italy um like small boutique hotels and there was one i remember where um there was a husband and wife and then the grandma did all the cooking Aww. and you'd come out for dinner in the evenings and they would put on this whole spread. It was like a that's banquet so for everyone that was staying there. That's so, so nice. Cute. I think if they're interesting, it's good. I mean, yeah. th this place on the way to France, there was this one couple down there with them. They're a great chat, put it that way. I was going to be a bit more rude than that. <laughs> 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 Maybe they're um, fans. Maybe yeah, exactly. I don't think so. Um, so I was quite happy not to be having dinner with them. But yeah, I love meeting yeah. new people and chatting. There was, always a, you can always find something interesting about yeah. them. There was another couple in the shuttle I want to say another couple. They were like, they were like in their sixties. You know what I'm thinking of when I think. You know what I'm thinking of when I think of the shuttle is the Dumb and Dumber camper van with the dog. On oh, the front. it was like it was like an Addison Lee. Sorry, it wasn't that exciting. But they were nice. So we talked to them. But like for me, that's that's so plenty then, of interaction. So you had dinner on your own. Dinner, yeah, I mean, it was like the whole room was obviously like everybody was there just for New Year's, and it was only for residents. But dinner on your own. And then there was like a disco room for disco. Like, the whole I thought the pig. Disco. I thought the pig was really cool. It yeah, is really cool. They call it a disco. Room. I don't think they. No, Hang on, I don't think they call it a disco room. Okay. They're probably horrified that that's what I'm when calling it. When you say disco, it. is this like for under eights or is no. like for older generations? <laughs> for everyone. I mean, like, okay. like the adults. No, it was adults only. Like with a DJ? Yeah, actually it was a band, it was live, it was some guys, like a live band. They were a disco. Better than disco, they, disco yeah, really I'm really sorry yeah. that I'm calling it a disco. Disco's like office party, yeah. Yeah. Okay. down like hall. Really but I mean, it wasn't like, it's, I mean, it wasn't like a club, it was like a room with a band in it. Okay. Okay. Anyway, that was nice. There, there were bagpipes at midnight. Thank God you're not doing the PR for the thing. They must hate me. Anyway, it was really lovely. Nice. I'm home. Yeah. So nice. What about you, Georgie? Did you have a nice break? So nice. We were in London like you, Astrid. Yeah, so lots of family. Stayed at home. I'm not very good at staying in other people's houses unless they're really nice and really comfy. <laughs> Basically, I like my creature comforts. So we did. Uh, we did most nights in our own beds and lots of nice things in the day, and lots of early nights. It was really. It was really nice and lots of time with our children. You know, we never. I spend so little time with my children when I'm not distracted by my emails. So I always bang on about how much I love Christmas for that reason. But 
we actually did Lego with the children and we sat down and watched Home Alone one mm. afternoon. I mean, we never do things like that. So, nice. so, nice. so for me, that is a real treat and they just love it. And you realise actually that it's really cheesy. Someone said, when your children need, they don't need things, they just need time. Yeah. And it's, you kind of really realise that over Christmas. So that was really mm. nice. And then New Year's Eve, we were going to go with a group of friends who we quite often celebrate with to um, one of my favourite restaurants, but we rang them up and said, can we book a table for 12? And they went, uh-uh, we're not having 12 of you. So we, in the end, hosted at our house. And I actually have to mention, we had sushi rolls on the back of our Christmas party. Delicious. Deliver so platters of sushi. And it was just amazing. And it just, yeah, it put a real different spin on just being at home. Was well, less work for you? Yeah, no, but well, we yeah. had friends to say, and it got to whatever time on New Year's Eve, and these friends were like, right, give me a job, what can I do? And I was like, there's nothing to do. That's so nice though. Um, yeah, so it was really fun. So I really recommend that. And actually, it was pretty reasonable. It was like, you know, when you go out to a restaurant, you just, it's the same price, but you just, the it drinks rack so up because yeah. you're there for so long. Yeah. So long. Um, but I think sushi, we spent, it was under 30 quid a head. That's so good. Oh, that's and, so good. Um, and we had so much left over. So yeah, it was good. Really fun. But I have to say, I watched lots of TV. Oh, I watched so much. Um, my favourite conversation, my favourite topic of conversation, and I finished The Crown. Oh. I'm about halfway through and really enjoying it. It's so oh, good. It's so brilliant. You really you not do. Any? No, I got really bored in season one. It's so good. I know, I do yeah. think I'm alone in this, so actually. So good, I think you need to try yeah, again and concentrate. I and I'm with you. I know we kind of agree, Charlotte, on we're slightly over period dramas. Mm. And a friend of mine said, oh, I'm not really into war and peace it's like it's so good and yeah. you learn so much and you do you learn so much and the acting is just incredible yeah. i've never really been that impressed by acting as much as i have like claire foy oh. is just astounding i was actually really sad at the end of this season and i was like that's it because yeah, they're not done. doing anymore um, she'll definitely go on to like bigger and better things yeah, yeah. it's like, kind she's of a name. that she's just done too yes. so she yeah. doesn't get completely tired exactly. yeah and matt smith i think he's can we just talk about the duke of edinburgh though because it's so scathing on him as in he comes across so badly and i think possibly that was the stage in his life when he was younger and a bit more of a cad to put it lightly <laughs> but i can't believe that it's not true because if it wasn't true it would surely be slander and can't believe the royal family would just take it silly then. Yeah. I'd love to know what they think. Well, they, they must not. There's not really anything they can do, is there? If it is true, they can't that's it, but say people, that it's not. But that's it. And people have said yeah. the second series is a bit more fictional than the first. But surely if it's fiction, they wouldn't, you know, whether it's whether we know it's fiction or not, the public is stupid and a lot of them are going to yeah. assume that's what happened. Mm. So if it wasn't true, I just can't But also I feel like go. all these stories, like not just with the Duke of Edinburgh, but like Princess Margaret, like she was wild, and she can amazing. like read this stuff in yeah, spaces. Yeah, yeah. But I guess it's just the crown that's like brought it to this generation's attention. Yeah, and, like, yeah. it's just done in such a great way that it makes it so watchable. Yeah. Just because so you don't, yeah, just because you don't learn yeah. it at school, it doesn't mean that it's not true. Yeah. yeah, I think she was wild, and I think that's quite sort of widely known. I was asking my mum; she sort of knows about this kind of thing, and she she was like, "Yeah, she was wild. If she if she didn't want to go to bed." No one else went to bed. Like, royal protocol yeah. was that no one could leave a party or go to bed until Princess Margaret had. So if she wanted to stay up all night, Hilarious. you had to stay up all night too. It's, it's quite funny, she's kind of like... Prince Harry is kind of like the Princess yeah, Margaret exactly, of today. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So I know, and you must... Like, it's so sad. I talked to my father-in-law. It's amazing how the crowd just unites people as well. Oh, definitely. It's a real talking my, point. It is. I talked to my father-in-law about it, and he was saying, it can't be lost on the Queen that, you know, Charles Camilla is going to be Queen and she's a divorcee. 
Harry's marrying Meghan and she's a divorcee. All her children have got divorced, yet she didn't let Princess Margaret marry great, what's his uh, name? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Town, no, Captain Towner. But wasn't that with Winston Churchill who blocked that? Yeah, and yeah. Then it changes But ultimately, then. she could have made the call. Yeah, she? I suppose she probably yeah. could have done, yeah. And she didn't. And I just think, word is that Margaret was never happy. And I actually, having watched The Crown, I googled loads about her marriage to Snowden or Armstrong Jones, and it seemed like it was not a happy marriage. Well, maybe um, the Queen's like learned her, you know, it's the Diana Charles thing as well. Yeah. Like maybe she has learned that forcing these people into like cookie cutter marriages isn't, yeah. doesn't work. Anyway, such a good, yeah, it's brilliant. such a good series. What else did anyone watch? Well, speaking of period dramas, did anyone see Little Women? I watched Little Women, so the BBC did a new adaptation of it. And I was really disappointed. Yeah. I think, Ooh. I guess for like so many girls our age, like Little Women was one of the first books I ever, like proper book I ever read. And I remember the one with Winona Ryder. Yeah. Um, and it was just so different. Like yeah. the old one was quite quite dark and I don't really remember the story, but I remember loving it at mm. the time. Yeah. Just like the tale of like four sisters. Is it four sisters? Yeah, yeah. Four, yeah. Sisters. four sisters, like coming of age tale. Oh, I was just like so good. It had really good reviews. I know the BBC one yeah. had like, what, the, the new one, new new one, one yeah. had amazing yeah. reviews, but I just didn't think it was very drama. If you, <laughs> if you watched it probably for the first time, it would have been amazing. But like you, Astrid, I was really comparing it to the last one. And I also it used to be one of my favourites, I used to have it on storybook when I was really little and used to listen to it before I went to bed so I like knew it line for line yeah. so I was so you're never going to like the new no, one exactly. are you? and it just it didn't quite hit yeah. me in the same way yeah but, um, I'm with you it's like me and the Lion the Witch in the Wardrobe yeah the yeah. new one just was nothing mm. on the old one so I think when, just when you've seen the original and you have a real connection to it yeah. something else it's really like, this it. is really not the same but Jumanji <laughs> the remake I'm so upset that wait but have you seen it though maybe it's really good no I'm not going to go watch it I quite like the rock talking of childhood books and films I took Coco to see Matilda over oh. Christmas it's so good. Oh isn't my it? god, it is yeah. so, so good. Has anyone seen it? How have yeah. I only just seen it? It's been out for yeah, yeah. quite a long time. Ago. I couldn't believe, yeah, somebody said it's been out for seven years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I must have seen it like five years ago. Yeah, me too. Anyway, it is so good. So we've got the Roald Dahl um, CDs in the car and we've listened to them loads. And anyway, and watch the film. I mean, I love the film. Yeah, the film's so, so brilliant. With Danny DeVito. Yeah, best film. Um, and that little girl, I can remember her name, but she's so cute. America's the one, she's the same girl as yeah. yeah, yeah, she, she is, is so yeah. cute. But, oh, it's just so good. If anyone hasn't seen it, I can't recommend it. Well, I, I cried at the end. I was just so in awe of this little girl that yeah. was on stage. She's so talented. Yeah. As we were leaving, I was grilling the guy at the sound desk at the back <laughs> of the stalls. I was like, how old is she? He said she was 11. Most of them are nine or ten. They do the show twice a week. Wow. It's just incredible. Yeah. Anyway, we had Emma Moore. If you get a chance to see Emma Moore as your Matilda, mm-hmm. I would go and see it. It was so good. Has anyone watched The Feud on BBC? No. That's also, I've heard really good things about that I've as well, though. really yeah. good things. Is that one about Betty Davis and... Bette Davis and Jane, Jane Crawford yeah. and their, like, famous Bette feud. Davis or Betty? I think Davis. Betty. Bette. Oh, I, I, don't know how I think it's pronounced especially, it. but it's written B T T. It's a song that goes, Bernie Davis is probably crying. In Annie. And Greta Garbo is... You know, when they're dancing in, let's go to the movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. That is the film of my childhood, Annie, I, I know. Everybody Did you see the remake of that? Yes. I'm that was the worst thing I've ever seen. Terrible. It's with Cameron Diaz. Oh, God. It's oh, so bad. Is it? And Jamie Foxx plays Daddy Warbucks. To me, Annie is, oh, my God, that is like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. my childhood. I, I know every word to every yeah. song. Yeah. I mean, as I said, really? <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry. So um, Betty Davis, Betty Davis, and Joan Crawford um, famously had this big feud on the set of uh, Whatever Happened to Baby Jane. Ah. And the BBC did 
adaptation of it with Susan Sarandon and who was the other? Oh, I yes. really, really, really like this. I saw it this and I really want to see it. Yeah, I've downloaded it's it. On it. It's, on, it's on iPlayer. Yeah. Yes. Um, so yeah, that is going to be my weekend watching. I love it. Lose right it down. Yeah. So I can watch that one. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing on BBC at the moment is McMafia. Oh, watch that? yes, I the have. BBC are killing it. They really they are. Yes, I feel like they've on. really upped their game in the wake of yeah. Netflix and like they had the big success of the Night Manager last Peaky year. Blinders. So this is yeah, Peaky Blinders. So this is kind Can of. Can we just I just I bought yes. Peaky Blinders. I've got as far as. Oh, have you watched it? No. Uh, I gave it to Jonesy in his stocket. I'm quite excited. Please stop. Can I just ask? Will men enjoy it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been watching it with It's quite violent. So actually, it's probably more. Because he's yeah. just not that excited. I'm like, everyone at work's talking about no. this. Can you get excited? And he's like, mm. I think um, I think men like look up to him. He's like quite gangster. Okay, he's hot, good. He gets all the girls. Good. Yeah. So McMafia, yes. Yeah, so McMafia, it's kind of the new, well, they're touting it as the new night manager. So it's with James Norton. Do you know who he is? He's like quite handsome. I, I do now, guy. because my mother-in-law <laughs> told me that McMafia was going to be on every day in the world, <laughs> of being on, and how much he loves James Norton. Yeah, he's quite hot, actually. Um, and he basically plays... Um, and he's an investment banker from a really wealthy Russian family who were kind of exiled from Russia, have lived in the UK for a long time. And um, it kind of turns out that he ends up getting involved in a whole load of kind of dodgy dealings that kind of spread across the kind of international corruption scene. Is yeah, that a good I mean, summation? It, it, it's quite far-fetched, yeah. yeah. but I'm loving it. Yes. I yeah. never watched it. I watched the first one and loved it but it was very intense you really need to kind of be in the mood to focus yeah. oh so my god that bit where one. someone's killed in the first one yeah, I, I was yeah. sitting, we were sitting there and I was like holy yeah. fuck I was so not expecting no, that not that to before that happened it's about halfway through isn't it and I was sitting there being like oh this is okay and then that happens and you're like oh okay game changer oh my god yeah. and can we just say that some of it's filmed in House Curious yeah it is so yeah cool. in, in episode two you can tell it, they've changed quite a lot haven't they but you yeah. can't tell it's the house yeah really no cool. I looked at it and I was like why have they changed so much Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Seconds of film. It seems a lot to do. Yeah. Bear in mind that the house is amazing yeah. and really I, cool. I was like, like, why have they bothered? I yeah. mean, they put all these shelves in behind the kitchen table. I was like, that was just so not yes. And all that furniture. like seems like got cut or something, but it just seems no, like a they lot changed of money everything. to hemorrhage for but such a small part of the show. But didn't Salma say that they were in her house for three weeks? I think that's what she said. There must be yeah. more. Yeah. So so there must be more for the whole season. Yeah. Given it's where they live. Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, you're, right, you're right, maybe it's all been cut. But, yeah. they yeah. but it was interesting that when they were going into the house in the first episode, they were in a Muse Street. Yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah. And now, and now yeah. they're in the, the house. It's fascinating. It's fascinating knowing that they've used. 
Um, anyway, I think it's great. Yeah. I'm yeah. loving it. It's just what I need right now. Agreed. Oh, it's so nice in January when you really, you know, you've got the January blues coming after work to have something Agreed. to know yeah. watch and get yeah. into. It's amazing. The only thing about it, I'd say, is just keep an eye on the schedule because it's been on some weird days currently. It was on Monday, Tuesday, and the next one is Sunday. Yes, and now yeah. I'm imagining it's going to be Sundays. Do we know how many there are? In the Only series? eight. So, oh. yeah. But anyway. Oh, I'll tell you what I'm watching as well that's really good. It's Designated Survivor. Oh, on Netflix. Yeah, which I'm really what enjoying. That? It's about um, Serena from Suitcase mentioned that she was watching it. Basically, the whole US government is blown up, and there's one guy who was about to get, <laughs> <Yeah>. was <laughs> about to get sacked. And he, but he's actually the designated survivor. I think he happens to the government. He then takes over. So he's kind of sworn in as president. Okay. But actually, he was about to get the boot because he obviously wasn't that good. And it's all about him becoming president in what? the aftermath of like the biggest catastrophe since 9/11. What was the other survivor one, Charlotte? You mentioned it's like Love Island. Something else about <laughs> Yeah, ja- in February, ITV2, the makers of Love Island have got a like battle of the sexes in Africa. I think it's a bit like Shipwreck. Shipwreck yeah. yeah, I love coming. So love Shipwreck was Saturday morning the best show. show on TV. So yeah, bring I it on. Miss Shipwreck, I have to say. Mm. Let's talk about New Year's resolutions because one of mine was actually to watch more TV. I'm doing quite well so far. <laughs> but the method in but the theory in that is because I work a lot in the evenings and I don't sleep very well and I need to kind of switch my brain off from work. So my new thing is that by the time I get to nine o'clock that's it, no more work, and I watch an hour's TV. And actually, I think there's so much good stuff on mm-hmm. now. Yeah. And yeah, it's weird how I'm making TV like a positive thing in my life when I'm forever telling my children they can't watch TV. But um, well, that's because it's a treat, yeah. isn't it? That's yeah. like it's a nice thing to do. But my, mine is also one of my New Year's resolutions is also to watch more TV. I agree with you because. I feel like TV used to be this really like, it was quite a vacuous thing to do, to like really indulge in TV. It was really lowbrow. Whereas nowadays, so much good stuff is being made and produced, all that stuff we've just talked about. And it's so kind of sets the conversation these days that actually, if you don't watch these things, then you really kind of miss out. Like, as you said, things like The Crown are such good Mm. talking points. So, I was actually at a drinks party over Christmas and I was standing there talking to this girl thinking, "Mm, I don't know what I'm talking about. And I was like, you watching The Crown? Yeah, she was. And we chatted away and she was really nice. It's really unifying. So, actually, I think to be kind of tapping into what everybody's doing, you need to be. Up, like up to date with yeah. your TV show. Yeah. You can also learn so much. Yeah. Um, I think it's a really, really valuable tool. Mm. Yeah. So one mine is to watch more TV. What about you, Lou? New Year's resolutions? Mine have been the same for about the last seven years. Um, drink more water and read more. So are you actually, if they're the same every year, are you actually <laughs> making them? <laughs> no, <laughs> any point. I, I obviously, I start well and then they just sort of peter off. But I think it's always good to just... I feel like you drink quite a lot of water. Really? Yeah, that's a really nice thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, not as much as, as I think I should. That's going to be one of mine as well. Drink water. You've yeah. actually got a bottle of water today, unless yeah. there's squash in that, it's or Diet Coke. It's squash. Squash. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a Diet Coke. I thought about bringing another one in, but no, there is squash in there. Okay. I can't drink Still. water. I mean, everyone always says the secret to great skin and sleeping and being healthy is always water. So mm-hmm. just think, starts with me to go on. One of mine is actually to not buy plastic bottles. She says that she sits with one of the but this was actually in the fridge at home, so I haven't actually bought. One bottle of water this year, or a coffee this year. What? Ah. That's good. Yeah. So you're trying to give up caffeine? I don't have caffeine anyway, I have decaf. But I mean, it's £2.50 a day. Mm. And we it's have an espresso machine. It's such a waste of money. Yeah. With you. I love my morning coffee, like it's such a ritual. But I don't have the caffeine anyway. So what's the point? On the subject of saving money, I was really interested that in the piece that we wrote where we asked the team what their news resolutions were going to be, I think at least a third of the team, if not more, said to, sit, to be better with money, to save more money. Um, and then we discovered the 365-day challenge, which has been 
created by apartment therapy. It's obviously some marketing thing, but anyway, it's got our attention. But essentially, it's a, it's a really simple way to save money. And if you follow this guide, you can save 1,500 quid a year. So the plan is you save one pound on a Sunday, two pounds on a Monday, three on a Wednesday, and you add an extra pound a day, every day of the week. So on a Saturday, you save seven pounds. And that's 28 pounds a week. And yeah, it works out at about 1,500 quid a year. Mm. I just thought that was really newsworthy. It's such a great way to do it. And like, if you're really saving, you just kind of times those numbers by two or three or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. It's a really simple way to do it. I think it's really good. And if 1,500 quid is too much for you, halve it. Mm. Yeah, or, exactly. Or like work out what your goal is and then work it backwards. Mm. I think having a goal is really important with savings because I think just setting yourself a target and having some work towards is always really helpful. Yeah. And I think what's clever about this is Saturday is probably the day of the week, well, Friday or Saturday, where you spend the most money and you're less careful. So they make those days the days where you save the most. Mm, so probably yeah. versus what you spent on a Saturday. Yeah. Seven pounds isn't yeah. that much. But on a Sunday and a Monday when you feel quite broke, you only save one or two pounds. Yeah, mm. exactly. And it just puts things into perspective. Like like I was saying, giving up coffee, that's £2.50 a day, which you think is nothing. So really Over up. a year, that's tons yeah. of yeah. That's money. That's so much, yeah. Exactly. So yours is to save money. Charlotte, what about you? Uh, so more TV. Um, uh, well, I've got to be. I'm going away for two weeks in less than two weeks now. Again? Oh, days. Yeah. Where are you going? You're Char- you've had a lot of good trips recently. <laughs> I just use my holiday days very wisely. Cool. Um, so yeah, two weeks in South America. So I'm do- wow. I'm hitting cobalt quite hard at the moment to uh, lose those Christmas. Quality street How pounds. many times a week do you go to Cobalt? Three a week at the moment. Really? So, yeah. And is that it? Do you do anything else? No, I really, it's really expensive. I really like to get into running actually because I need a free form of exercise as well. But no, I cancel my gym membership. You can run I with Ben. I could, but he's quite good. My boyfriend is a marathon. You need to start running to podcasts. I, know. I honestly think that's changed do running you? for me. Really? Because I'm interested and quite excited. If you can find one that you're really interested yeah. to listen to, the Sherlock's one, duh. <laughs> Other than yourself <laughs> on the show. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think it's a That's really because I've always thought I need the music to motivate me, but you don't think so. I find I don't run, so I don't know. I, I remember listening to the Stella McCartney Desert Island Disc and going for a run and just finding it a bit of a breeze actually. Interesting. And I really turned the corner from really from that moment on when it came okay. to running. So yeah, that's good. Well, yeah, there's loads of podcasts. I can't really anyway, so for now, you're anyway, so yeah, three, times three, three times a week. That's it. Two down tomorrow to go. I actually think, I mean, I know New Year's resolutions get a bad rap, but I was talking to my husband about this, and I was just saying that, you know, if it's just that you take a moment to sort of regroup and think about what you might want to do better or what you might want to achieve, like, I think that's a really positive yeah, thing. Yeah, I, I think just having a point of reflection, like, on the year, whether it's looking at everything you've done, everything you've learned, things you hope to do, things you kind of want to do next year, it's just really important because you don't often get that time and, you know... All that, like, moment that goes mm-hmm. right. No, exactly. Now we're going to really... Yeah. Reflex. Yeah. And what about dry January? Is anyone, is anyone up for dry January? I'm doing a detox at the moment. I'm doing detox kitchen, Ooh. which is amazing. I mean, a detox makes it sound like a bit of a chore, but it's such a treat. Like detox kitchen. Delicious. Yeah, absolutely it's delicious. So good. Um, so that's a great way of doing dry January. I mean, I'm not actively doing it. If in two weeks' time I fancy a glass of wine, I'll have one. But How I long are you doing it for? I'm only doing detox kitchen for four days, just like a little reset. But I think I will continue the healthy thing for like at least two weeks. <laughs> I'm trying, so I'm not one for dry January. Yeah. I think January's depressing enough. Yeah. <laughs> that and actually I'm up for sort of not going out too much and having kind of quite a quiet month. Mm-hmm. But actually to me that's like Friday night with a nice bottle of wine and uh, watching TV, something good yeah. on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember reading 
So my, one of my resolutions last year was to do three nights dry a week. Because I read an article that said your liver needs something like three days a week to repair itself. Yeah. So I did quite well with it last year. I was probably more like two nights by the end of the year. I'm going to really try for three again. Although I caved last night and had last night. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I've done two already this week. And I'm going to cinema tonight, so that's my three. So do they that's have good. to be consecutive threes or just no. threes? Okay. I do think for the liver thing it has I to think be consecutive. Has to be consecutive, yeah. Well, I'm not, doing, I'm not doing consecutive. <laughs> one glass of wine's not going to do that. No, as long as you're not getting it. was no. a small one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I'm not. My dad does dry January every year and he gets ill. Like, <laughs> see, this is what happens. Amazing. I find it boring. It's my birthday in January, so I find it really boring when people are doing it. And I'm like, should we go and celebrate? And they're like, it's dry January. <laughs> I know, I know. Look, talking before, weren't we, because we saw a blogger is doing a dry year. And like, no. No, yes, everyone was talking short. about that. That's hardcore. Yeah, really hardcore. I don't know if you'd ever go back though, would you? No, I guess not. I mean, if you're That's not really a drinker and you, you know it's not really something that you do, then great. But if it's, yeah. if you it's like enjoyable for you, yeah, I think it's tough. On the subject of health, um, we all know that sitting too much isn't good for us. But we wrote an article on how your desk job, I probably shouldn't be highlighting this, <laughs> but how your desk job is harming your health and all the terrible things that nine hours in a chair really does to your body. I mean, I say nine hours, apparently three minutes is all the average person is able to sit for without slouching. Mm. And the minute you slouch, your lower spine starts to round, followed by your upper back and then your shoulders. And then as Tor put it, you're protruding head. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you remember when so we had um, the chiropractors come into the office and they like checked our alignment and so my head, the way I carry it makes it weigh four times what it actually weighs on my body. That's that a lot because so apparently heavy. your head weighs around 10 pounds. I know. So 40 pounds. I mean that's several stones. Yeah. And yeah. where do you hold that on your shoulders? I don't know. My head is really far forward if you look at me. It's something that I really want to work on but I don't know. It must be so bad. I'm only young as well. What, what am I going to look like when I'm like 105. The other thing we wrote about in this piece is how laptops were obviously created for working on the go and travel and you shouldn't work at a laptop continuously for more than 15 minutes and actually when you think about that and the head thing mm. and the posture it makes so much sense because you know the minute you have a laptop you're lower and the mm. lower you are the more you're you know curling your shoulders yeah. and tipping your head I forward. I hunched terribly, literally, as you're saying this, I'm like, right, realign myself, shoulders back. Sit back. Yeah, yeah, I had a massage over Christmas, and she was like, your knots are terrible. Yeah, really? I've, I've, I've always really suffered, but she said that you, you should really get a massage every two weeks if you work at a desktop. Yeah. Like, well, that's, a that's a real indulgence. Like I've got a mortgage to pay I next know. <laughs> But also, surely, like, in the past, before computers, like, if you imagine, like, sitting and writing all day, like, look how hunched I am by, like, leaning over a desk. Surely that was equally bad. Mm. Like, why is a laptop any worse than, like, days of yore? In theory, though, I'm thinking... I mean, I think you're right, yeah. but in theory, I think what one really needs is a laptop that's is a, is a keyboard yeah. that's high and a screen that's sort of high, higher. Yeah. But then in a way, that must even be better for your posture. Than yeah, that is, I think, that, better for your posture. Than than writing. The reality is we all yeah. punch this is true. over our but desks. You can have a lot of standing desks. But also, like, yes. how many people would have been sat I writing? I can't imagine. Like, I can't imagine what office was like. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about standing desks. Apparently, standing meetings are the way forward. Oh no, that's apparently weird. if you have standing meetings, meetings are way quicker. It's I a really that's, that's so interesting. Really we should do it. You could also get um, treadmill desks. Victoria Beckham has one. I, I, I don't think she does. does. Oh. Have one. I think it was a bit of a gimmick. Um, but I think standing meetings are a really good idea because you haven't got time to. Everyone feels a bit long. awkward. They're like, okay, let's yeah, it's brilliant. Let's get this done quickly. I think it's a good idea. And the other thing in this piece that I was a bit horrified by was that you're exposed to germs 
is just horrific. The article also said that if you're one of the millions of Brits who eats their lunch at their desk, it's worth bearing in mind that the average desk space has around 10 million different types of bacteria and the average keyboard around seven and a half million. I mean, that's horrible. That's mm. But at least that is your own germs. Like, that's an advert for not hot desking. It's your own stuff. Agreed. Yeah, that's true. The other thing it said was, which aren't your own germs, that nearly 30% of workers don't wash their hands after going to the loo. That's disgusting. That's rank. Although I know that if you wash your hands really well, you're supposed to, I know this from the children's school, they have all these signs on the walls that if you wash your hands properly, you're supposed to wash them for 15 seconds apparently to get the bacteria off. That's quite a long time. No, I reckon most people time. don't do that, yeah. I, I, I don't do it for 15 no, seconds. And you're supposed to, your fingers are supposed to interconnect because mm -hmm. you get bacteria in there. Anyway, the worst is, talking about loos and germs, one of the things I just don't understand is why in public loos, it's always a push to go in <laughs> and a pull to go out. Does anyone else? Yeah, I've never thought so about that. Yeah, it really point. upsets me. Every time I do it, I have to put my hand into my coat. <laughs> and if you haven't got a long enough sleeve, it's really awkward. Do you know what, also the other thing that has loads of bacteria is, is public bathroom floors. That's supposed to be like the worst place, apart from the petrol pump that you hold, which is the ultimate worst. Oh Bath public bathroom toilets are the worst, so don't put your handbag no. ever on that floor, or, even how, however, no matter how clean it looks. I, yes, I, I never, ever, mm. ever. And could you talk to me about people who come into my house and put their bag on top of my island, and their bag has probably been on the floor of a loo so or the tube or something else, or this other thing. If anyone's listening who knows me, please don't do it. I have two <laughs> pale pink chairs in my house. People come in, my mother-in-law who won't be listening, love her to bits. She comes in, she puts her bag on top of my pink chairs <laughs> every time she walks in the house. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to go take that off. Where and should they put them? On the floor. The floor. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Sorry. Bags are really germy. Bags are so mm. germy. My friend got me into that. My friend's quite like germ-phobic. Yeah. The other thing is, as a mother, probably lose with children the worst. Oh. So I never sit on a public loo, like, I will squat, but for the children, I will break off bits of loo roll and like let my children was like, Mummy, why are you sitting on the seat? I'm like, because it's so dirty. So driving across France is the worst with children when if they want to do a poo and you're like, <laughs> I, ha I have actually held them so in midair whilst they've gone to the because I mean, so determined them not to sit on the loo. I'm going to turn them into these like psycho <laughs> germ phobes. Psycho germ phobes, but anyway. When I was Ooh. doing my road trip in the States in the summer, obviously that involved like a lot of public toilets and every loo in America, I haven't been to them all, but like every loo <laughs> I experienced in America, um, no matter how grimy or like, you know, isolated, has one of those, like a, a dispenser for plastic toilet, or they're not even plastic, like a paper toilet seat covers. Yeah, yeah. yeah and they're amazing like you get for the that. Plane. Yeah, exactly. But why didn't so, you just squat? Oh, I find squatting really hard. It depends on the height of the loo. I think you need to do a bit more K-box, <laughs> yes, Charlotte. <laughs> anyway, from germs to beauty. Nice. <laughs> 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 <And> yeah. <laughs> Casual interlude. We wrote a piece on the best beauty products of 2017. I thought this would be a nice thing to finish on today. Astrid, is there anything you discovered in 2017 on the beauty front that you now can't live without? There is. Actually, one of the things is in this piece. Um, it's the Charlotte Tilbury Highlighting Wand. I just think they're amazing. So easy to use. Pop them in your handbag. Um, and also, Georgie, I know you're a fan, but the Lawn Pre-Shampoo Hair Mask. <gasps> which I used this morning. Which <laughs> are absolutely incredible. I mean, I've got quite thick, coarse hair. and. They just make your hair so soft. They do. They Can you, Charlotte, feel my hair? It's, do you know, it feels very soft and it actually looks like it would be really it does filthy. Look. I sort of struggle to see the effects of the hair product, but honestly, 
I can really feel it. I'm I can really, really, really get it. Something. Need to like really this. Try it. So good. So good. Really well, I'm not really a beauty expert, but actually one of my discoveries was also on this list, um, which is the Eco Tools brushes. Yes. They're amazing. They are so, I was just like ran into boots needing something super quick um, and affordable, and they're so cheap and they're great. So yeah, I've had a brush nine yeah. pounds. That is a breath yeah. of fresh air, I think. Yeah, I agree. Lou, I also am not fantastic at beauty, and I've sort of had the same beauty regime for the last couple of years, so I found this list very interesting. So it'll spur me on to make a few purchases for the new year. Well, mine would have to be, and I've got two, um, the Origins Tinted Moisturiser, which I just love. I find one about it so much in 2017. I think it's a product. If there's one thing that I would say has been really game-changing, it is that by Terry Ombre Blackstar. It is um, brilliant. Everyone's got to have one of those. So that's it for our first podcast of 2018. If you enjoyed that, then do please rate, review and subscribe on iTunes. See you next week. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.